fasting and why should we fast? Something like that. It's going to be a little, a little kind of teaching so that we can remember. This is supposed to be fasting time, yes. However, I believe that uh, many of us are fasting, some of us may not be fasting. But I want to, I just feel like sharing with us what and what are the things how to fast, why we need to fast. I've preached it many times on radio, but uh, I just feel like to. Let's open to Daniel chapter 9, the book of Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. Uh, Daniel was fasting and he, to, and he told us, or the, the angel told us why Daniel was fasting. In Daniel chapter 9, this is going to tell us more or less why we need to fast. There are many reasons, but uh, I will more or less point to some few things why we need to fast. This is Daniel giving his own testimony. He said in the first two, in the first year of the reign of Ahasuerus, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he will accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. So, and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Why was he fasting? To seek the Lord. Why? Because of the prophecies that he has. He read the prophecies and he knew how long they had been there. He, he, had, he knew that it was 70 years and he was seeing nothing, nothing changing. So he wanted a revival. Let's call it he wanted a revival. So he started fasting. Not because his church told him to fast, but he put it upon himself to fast. And the angel was the one that actually told us exactly that. He actually fasted to understand. When the angel visited him, the angel told Daniel that from I'm going to read from verse 23. The angel was talking to Daniel right now in that chapter. At the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou agreed before therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. So the year was telling, he told us that from the time he set his face to understand, that was when the commandment came. So God, hear your prayer or, fast, or your supplication when you want to understand. Fasting is one of the ways you can access the Lord when you want to really understand. God delights in that. Another reason why we ought to fast, sometimes to humble ourselves before God. David said, I humble my soul with fasting. So why do I need to humble myself? If you are seeking something from the Lord, many times it is humility that we need to show to the Lord. That is, we are not thinking, I deserve this Lord, I deserve this. No, sometimes we don't deserve it. We just need to be humble before the Lord. So that's another reason why we should fast. In Psalm 35, verse 13, you see David saying he humbled himself with fasting. Now, the biggest example of why we need to fast you see it in the, the word of our Lord Jesus Christ himself in Matthew chapter 17 open to Matthew chapter 17 verse 21 let me read that for you 
This is the story of the the lunatic that the disciples or the apostles couldn't cast out. And when the Lord Jesus came in verse uh, 17 to 21, and the Lord spoke, and the devil was casted out. In verse 16, and Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, out of the boy, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? How would you like to ask that type of question? You've been casting devils out, you pray for the sick, you pray for the sick, and look like nothing has happened. Remember when we were praying in, in, the, in the men's prayer? Like, Gee, we need to pray for ourselves. Redeeming the time, things are getting tough. Many things are happening among us. We need to do much more than just. And if we pray and something didn't, an answer didn't come, if we pray for somebody to get where and they didn't get where, we need to knock on our, our father's door and say, Why, Lord? Why, Lord? Why is this not happening? And the same thing is what the apostles did here. They tried all they knew. They have gone, the Lord just, just has sent them out to go and heal the sick and raise the dead and preach. And they done that, they came back rejoicing. But now the Lord and two and the three apostles were not there. They were not there and this young man was brought before them. They tried everything they knew, the devil wouldn't budge. And the Lord came and sent the devil out and they came. Why could not we cast him out? I would like to know too. Because if we want to be like our master, we want to learn from him what he did that we didn't do. And this is the answer the Lord Jesus gave. So the first thing he said, he said, because of your unbelief. He said, unbelief? I thought they believed. He said, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now, this verse 21 is where I'm going. You may all of you know that. However, some people said that was not in the original text or in the, in the original manuscripts. However, it was in two places, in Matthew and also you see it, I think, in, uh, in Luke or something. So if it is in two places, I think I will say it's in the manuscript. In verse 21, I say, How be it? This kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Hmm. So, what, how long, how much fast, how long fast, how many days fast does that mean? But Christ simply says by prayer and fasting. So it doesn't mean that when I see a case, that's when I should now begin to say I want to. He wants us to actually be a fasting Christian. Take a lifestyle of fasting. Because the Lord Jesus Christ was not fasting on this day. Nobody said he was fasting on that day when this situation came. But he already fasted 40 days, you all remember? He fasted for 40 days. So he was, a, he was already a fasting person. But he came by and spoke that and, that, and the apostles have never, we don't know whether they have ever fasted. So Christ kind of gave that hint, this kind went not out but by prayer and fasting. But now let's relate number, verse 21 to verse 20. Let's relate verse 21 to verse 20. He said, because of your unbelief, that is the first thing he said, which means they lack the faith to be able to rebuke that kind of a devil. He said, because of your unbelief. Then he gave us the hint for the unbelief. He said, I will be it. This kind 
does not go out by prayer and fasting. That fasting then is to remove the unbelief. So the fasting is to break down something in our, in our spirit, in our emotions, in our soul, in our flesh, that we make unbelief not to over, overtake us when we have a situation. When we are confronted with a situation, it's because of your unbelief. So fasting, we eradicate the unbelief that we hinder us. Now, after having said that, since we okay, we know we have to fast. If I want to confront these devils, I must be a fasting Christian. How do we fast? What kind of fast are we talking about? How do we fast? How often do I fast? I know we are doing this once a month, but is that enough? Is that all that God is talking about? No, this is more like to get you accused, get you used to this thing. This one we do in a church kind of thing is to make us to get used to. Maybe the children especially. Get used to the fact that it's a lifestyle you should embrace by yourself. However, if you want to get to the next level, to go to higher heights, you have to challenge yourself to, to longer fast, to greater heights, to greater things. Because you can look through the Bible and see the type of fasting that they are, the, the, the prophets, the ministers of God, the, the, the Word of God said they fasted. Well, not the, I'm not talking of the Jews that fasted once a month. They fasted like we are doing right now. The Jews have it like a ritual they do, like a culture, which is what we are doing right now. It's like a culture. But that is not the fasting that is going to drive away this kind of devils. The kind of fasting Christ is talking about is the kind of fasting he did. He said, well, gee, 40 day fast? I mean, challenging ourselves to greater eyes means challenging ourselves to greater fasting. That is the kind of fasting he, he, I believe he was talking about. So the cultural one we are doing, which is what I call it cultural, means the Jews do, they did things like that once a month, every moon, new moon, they fast. Which you will see in the stories where I say, is this the fast I'm talking about? The fast where you come every month? Well, that is cultural, means to bring us to have a culture in our lifestyle. To have a family. It's almost like the, the breaking of bread is like a culture in the church. Okay? But the first thing he's talking about is the one you challenge yourself to greater heights. Now, how do you do that? How do you fast? There are many times people talk about just missed food and, and just ordinary water is what you drink. Now, they are, let me separate fasting from hunger and thirst. There is hunger and thirst as is mentioned in the scriptures and there is also fasting that is mentioned in the scriptures. And uh, Apostle Paul separated the two when he was talking about himself. He said, in fastings often, and separate that from in hunger and thirst. When you hunger and thirst, you don't drink any water at all. And if you don't drink any water, there's a limit in how long somebody can last without water. So we believe that when the Lord Jesus Christ fasted 40 days and 40 nights without food, we believe that if he was not using supernatural, he most likely was drinking water. The only example we saw in the scriptures was Moses. Moses said he was on the mountain with God for 40 days and 40 nights. He said he didn't drink any water, as he recorded it. So well, we can say he was on the, under the glory of God, which is a little different from the natural one we are to do. Okay, but if, because many of us have test tried to do fasting without water, and I explained that after six days I, I have to drink water. 
because of the truth and so on. But fasting can be just without food, drinking pure water. And as long many there are a great minister that have written a lot of book on that that said by the time you, you will not, an average person can last for 40 days, 45 days, 50 days without without food and just water. An average person. But can fasting can also be where you more just decide to cut off some things. For example, somebody can say I want to fast just and just take away pleasant food and just drink juice, <coughs> fruits and vegetables, light food. That can also be a form of fasting. And you say you are more or less you are you are you are denying yourself of some things so that you can seek the face of the Lord. That is what the meaning of fasting really means. So whatever you want to deny yourself of to seek the face of the Lord, God will still recognize it. But there's always different reward for different sacrifice different reward for different sacrifices so you remember that but fasting can be just light light like that some people also say i'll just fast from morning till evening and they miss breakfast they miss lunch and then they eat dinner that also is a sacrifice but it's a different reward for different sacrifices remember that and you have to choose which one you want to do and commit to it because there's not a single one that's not going to be challenging. Even if you say, well, I'm just going to miss breakfast and eat my lunch. Because when we were little, that was how our parents made us do it. Well, you just fast from morning till noon time. I remember my kids, I would say, well, fast till noon time. And they can miss breakfast and then noon time they were excited to eat something. But after they get older, I say, why don't you fast till dinner time? So that's challenging yourself. And then the time I started my own fasting, I actually challenged myself and said, I've never, I was doing the dinner time thing, the dinner time thing, when I was growing up. And then when I heard about it, I said, well, let me do, not dinner time, let me do 24-hour clock. Let me see what hour I will die overnight or something. So, and I decided to do overnight. I was in college. And I woke up, I, I was thinking I won't be I won't be able to sleep. Oh, I won't be able to sleep. Oh, I won't be able to sleep. This time without water. But I slept off and woke up to 6 a.m. I said, oh. So then I said, well, I didn't die. So I said, next time I'm going to try two days like that. So that's challenging yourself. But you see, God watches that and he's seeing your effort and God is going to move closer to you. I mean, especially to you young people, you young children. Begin to attempt those things on your own. Because the Lord is going to reward you as you take close, move closer to him. He's going to move closer to you. You begin to see that you are different. Your visions, your dreams will begin to be different. And that is how the Lord will begin to reward you. And after you do two days, one day like that, you overnight and you wake up, then you see that, hey, maybe I can do two days next time. Maybe next time you want to do three days. And you are challenging. The next time, the first time I tried longer fast, somebody came to a hall and challenged everybody and said, anybody has fasted so many days before? Let me see your hands. And then somebody, he actually started from 40, 20, nobody. 10. One brother raised up his hand. All of us were, I was challenged on that day. 10 days, wow. Seven, maybe two more. Three, everybody, oh. After that, 
day I thought myself, 10 days, I will try it, I will try it out, and then I tried it. So that is what I mean by challenging yourself. It's between you and the Lord, and God is watching you, and God is going to move closer to you, and you begin to see anointing flow um, increase on you. And that is what I'm trying to pass down to all of you um, about fasting. There's a reward. What are the benefits we get from fasting? You're going to get answer. A brother said you get answer faster because it's almost like an hunger strike. If there's a, somebody in prison in America right now and he, he refused to eat, what do you think the government will do? They'll try to compare him to what is his problem? What is the reason why he didn't want to eat? They will try to make him eat. It's like an hunger strike. Now, when you are serious with God like that, to God say, oh, oh, what's he asking for? What's he asking for? So it's a way of getting through to God. And I always warn people, though, when I was preaching on the radio, I said, if you are not a believer, you're not born again. You're not filled with the Holy Ghost. You can do all this one day thing, but don't go and do the long ones because you, it's actually it's a spiritual way of exposing yourself to the spirit world. That is fasting. When you go into long one, 10, 20, 30, 40 days, you are saying, oh, I'm looking. Because the spirits can, can come and visit the person when, are, when you don't have the Holy Ghost to, to be in you. When the Holy Ghost is not in you, then demons can try to do some bad stuff. But when you have the Holy Ghost, you have nothing to worry about. You can do as many as you can challenge yourself to do. Amen? Now, I also say fasting is also like tuning your radio. If you are, if you are the Lord told me once I said, I can hear from your transmitter. That is how I'm transmitting when I'm talking to the Lord. So he has no problem hearing from my transmitter. But I'm not getting anything from him when he's talking to me. So which means my problem was something is blocking his voice from coming to me. I have to tune my antenna, my radio antenna, my receiver. So fasting will tune your receiver to be able to hear God clearly, to be able to silence all the other voices around about you and make your spirit to be attentive to the Spirit of God. So those are the benefits you are going to get from fasting. Not to talk of the fact that the anointing increases upon you. The Holy Ghost anointing will increase upon you. Then you have no fear of confronting any spirit and casting them out. Like Jesus Christ says, this kind will not out, but by prayer and fasting. Amen? And uh, let me see, what else do we gain from fasting? Now, let's go to Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3. This is the challenge the Lord gave to the body of Christ, the church. And I want to point to the fact that when he told the Laodicea church that said, we already have everything we needed, and Christ said, no, you don't have everything you need. Verse 17, Revelation chapter 3. He said, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Now, verse 18 is where I'm going. He said, I counsel thee to buy of me. Gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eyes off that thou mayest see. Now he said, Buy of me. 
I want to, 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 I want to underline that word buy. When you buy something, you have to do what? You offer something. You pay. This, you have to pay something when you are buying. Also. So when Christ used the word buy of me, he's saying that you've got to present something to get this thing. You have to have a, you have to pay. It will cost you something. So the way you get some supernatural power, the way you get great gifts that is not commonly given is by buying. The more money you have, the more you can buy. Not so. And now it's not physical money this time. It's a sacrifice. You have to offer, you have to, you have to, it has to cost you something. And this is how you pay for it by fasting. You fast and pay for what you want. If fasting is the way you buy because it's like a, you are paying a price. You are paying a price. It's costing you something. So when you fast and you are seeking a particular thing from the Lord, you are actually paying for it. They say, He's challenging you what you can buy. It's a goal that you are talking about. You don't have anything. Gold, it's not a physical goal. The real wealth of heaven is supernatural gift and all these things that we want the Lord to, to give to us and we think he's just going to give it. He wants you to pay some price. We want supernatural manifestation. He wants us to pay some price. You have to remember that. But the paying of the price is the fasting is one way to pay the price by fasting and praying. That's why he said, well, you were talking about casting these devils out. He said, this kind cannot go away by prayer and fasting. But he said, the reason why they won't go away because your unbelief. But this unbelief won't go away unless you pay some price to suppress these things. We have to pay the price of fasting and prayer. Amen? And that is our challenge. And Joel chapter 2 said we are to call the solar assembly and do this kind of fasting that we are talking about. And we are going to pray for ourselves because that's how we are going to wrap it up. We are going to pray for ourselves and say, Lord, because sometimes we say, why, Lord? Why are these things not manifesting? Why are these things not manifesting? What I'm saying is not just that we this one day, a week, I'm saying you need to individually challenge yourself and say, look, gee, maybe I've not fasted more than three days in my life. Maybe I want to try five days, one week, one day I can. Now, one other thing I want to, before I wrap it up, is when you want to go on a long fast or any fast like that, you need to plan it. You plan things like that. At least if I, if I plan that I'm going to fast for three weeks, you, I have to say, when am I going to have three weeks vacation? Also, I can take a vacation. And say, well, I'm going to take a vacation that we cover that three weeks so that I don't have to deal with going to work. Or if I'm a student, I say, well, during the holiday coming. The time I did my fasting was I knew that we were going to close college. Summer school, summer, summer is starting June 1st. So I plan my vacation, my, my, my fasting to start on that time. So the same way is when you want to do any time of fasting, you plan it and say, okay, if you're going to take a long one, you better plan it and say, well, this is a, a 40-day fast is a jungle fast. Jungle, I call it jungle. That is, let's see what the Lord Jesus Christ said about fasting when he said, when you fast, what did he say about that in Matthew? He said, don't be like the hypocrites, you wash your face, and anoint your head so that you don't look. Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. Let's read that. Well, that is when you are fasting in a city. 
when you are fasting, this kind of fasting we are doing one day, two days, three days, four days, five days, seven days even. Those are fasting you do in the city. You shouldn't bother you at all. I fast for seven days. I still go to work and back. I can go to, I was even fasting. I was doing my projects in the college on the seventh day for seventy fast. But if you are going to do 20-something days fast, without drinking, without eating anything at all, maybe you are drinking water, or 40 days fast kind of a thing, you've got to go out of your area and go into the jungle somewhere and camp somewhere in the jungle where you are not going to see anybody. Number one, you are going to be skinny. You are going to really, really be skinny. So you need, that's a plan. You plan it and if you are fasting, you are married, you tell your spouse, I'm fasting so, 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 so that you know. You can't say, Christ said, don't let anybody know. But not like your family. Not like your family shouldn't know that you are fasting. Oh, you they have to know if, if, if your mom is going to prepare dinner, you have to know that you are fasting also. Is that a support? That's all. He is fasting, he's not going to really need dinner today. So you can't just keep it quiet and say, Paul, dinner is here, and you say, no, I'm not eating. Why? No, I'm not eating. Why? No, you've got to tell them. Okay? So that is what I mean by planning. The same way if you are a, have a spouse, I'm going to fast this weekend, tell them I'm going to fast, so don't make my dinner. You can fast together, or you can fast by yourself. Just make sure that the other person knows that I'm not eating dinner ahead of time. So that is what I mean by planning. Now, if it's a long fast, you actually need to go and come in the jungle. Why? Because people will see you like a skeleton when you have 40 day fast. You'll be like a skeleton. And they'll be thinking they need to rush you to the hospital. But you know why you are, why you are skinny also. So that's why you don't want to do that. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ went into the wilderness. It's a wilderness fast. And then when you are done, come back in, you start eating with them. Praise God. But that is very important that you plan it if you can create a time for yourself. I'm going to do seven days and I don't want to go to work. Then create a time for vacation time. You plan that ahead. And you say, this vacation, I'm going to use it for the so and so. And that is very important because sometimes people use a different pretext and say, I want to fast, but they have a reason why they are fasting. No, you just, the reason that God loves for us to fast is for us to get closer to the Lord. Seeking to know more, for him to reveal more to you, like Apostle, like Daniel said, you wanted to understand. God loves that. That is seeking God. You are seeking his face. You wanted to know him more. You can fast because of that, yes. I want to understand the prophecies. I want to understand what's coming ahead. You can fast, yes. I want the more power from the Lord. You can fast for that, yes. But don't fast because somebody offended me. I'm going to fast. That's what was the purpose of that. That's when data. Even if you are praying against that person, that's sin. Okay. Seek the face of the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek to know God more. Then God loves that and you see angels will minister to you. He will visit you. Amen. So let's stand up and pray. That's how I'm going to wrap it up. Let's stand up and pray. And seek the face of the Lord. The fasting we are talking about is not just this two-day fast we are doing. It's the fasting we are challenging you to take some some challenge on this and say I'm going to think about something, I'm going to plan something, I'm going to move, I want to seek the face of the Lord for yourself. You're going to get something in the reward and you're going to also get something that will help everybody else. If you get this supernatural gift, you'll be helping your neighbor, you'll be helping the church, you'll be helping people, you'll be able to pray and get the results, not just for you, 
All that God revealed to Daniel the prophet was not for Daniel alone. It was for us. So remember, when you do this thing, it's not just for you. You get the power from God, not just for you. It's for the body of Christ. You begin to be useful by God to minister to his people. That is the purpose. That will delight behind the, you know, the heart of God when somebody is seeking his face to get closer to him, to get his power, to get his anointing so that he can bless people, so that he can deliver souls. That is what God wants us to seek him for. So that you can deliver souls. Not so that you can pocket it and say, yeah, I am the greatest. No. So that you can help somebody. You can help the next person. So that you can help the next person in the church. Amen. Let's pray. Ask the Lord. Say, give me the passion to seek you. To want to seek you more. To want to seek your face more. Give me the grace, Lord. Give me that determination. Sometimes it's temptation to break the fast. Hey, you want. But ask the Lord for the grace to be able to press through the time of temptation so that you don't, you're not tempted to drop the fast. Everybody say, gee, by noontime, gee, I want to stop it. No. Ask for the grace to be able to fast. And when you are challenging yourself for greater fasts, ask the Lord for help to be able to do it. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon us. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus. This is a short exhortation. It could be longer, but we pray, O oh Lord Jesus, that you will rouse in us again the fasting lifestyle. The challenge put in our hearts, Lord Jesus Christ, to seek you more. To seek to get the power from thee, to seek to get the anointing from thee, to seek to know thee more, to seek to want to be like you, so that we can be useful for thee. You can be useful to help other people, so that we can be, you can be useful to minister, to deliver souls. The plan of God is to deliver people, people that are afflicted, that are in hospital, that when we go there, we're able to help them out and deliver them. And that is the desire of God. But for Him to do it, we need to put our house in order. We need to seek his face more so that he can put this thing in the, our earthen vessel. So that this thing he called unbelief will not be disturbing or will not be disallowing us from implementing what God wants to do through us. Father, we pray, Lord, that you help us. Every one of us, Lord, give us the grace that we need to be able to seek you more and remove all the laziness, remove all the lusting after food, remove all the desire to satisfy this flesh Remove those desires from us, Lord, and give us this, the determination to be able to seek your face more and to crucify this flesh. As you say, we are to die to save. Help us to crucify this flesh so that our spirit can really grow and get this power from thee and overcome this unbelief thing, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Help us to overcome that unbelief that is hindering our faith, that is not allowing us to, to be able to get to the height that you want us to get to. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Okay. Pastor, you have anything else you want us to? Okay. And somebody give me a song. If you have learned anything in this brief exhortation, give me a song that go along with that. The spirit beholding his face, gaining new power to run in the race. 
I want to be. I want to be. I want to be shot in with God. Shot in with God. Shot in with God. In the secret place. There in the spirit beholding his face. Gaining new power to run in the rain. I want to be shot in with God. Hallelujah. Shot in with God in the secret place. Yeah, in the city, be all in it, getting your power to run in the race. I want to be shouting with shouting with God, shouting with God in the secret place. Yeah, in the city. challenge himself to go the next mile. You are going to praise God. That you are saying, I'm going to challenge myself and to take the next step. Maybe you have only fasted three days in your life. You want to do four. It doesn't mean tomorrow. That means you have to just determine it and say, gee, I'm going to plan something like that in a few, in a few, in a few months. In a few. That is what I want you to think about. Well, you may say, well, gee, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not even going to be fasting this one or two days that people have been doing. But think about it. Maybe next time they have the fasting, I'm going to try this Friday and Saturday and see how it goes. Or maybe you have been fasting Friday and only stopping during dinner. Try and say, okay, I'm going to see how I'm going to be able to make it over to Saturday morning. See how it feels. That's what, well, that's what I'm challenging you to do. See how it feels. And then you begin to see that the Lord that we are serving, He will minister, He will meet you there. Amen? He will meet you there. Praise the Lord. One more song. Paul, give me a song. Everybody knows that song? Yeah, sing it. Give me the grace to follow. 
give me the grace to follow. Abundant grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Your grace is the Lord for me. Give me the grace to follow. Abundant grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Your grace is the Lord for me. Give me the grace. Prayer requests. Prayer requests. 
prayer request. The prayer request? Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.